Que las palabras de mi boca y las meditaciones de nuestros corazones sean aceptables a tus ojos, oh Señor, nuestra fuerza y nuestro Redentor. Amén. Please be seated. Good morning, everyone. The joy that you bring me this morning is tremendous. Siento un gran alegría hoy. Aunque la elección en New Jersey ha concluido y no serviré como obispo allí, ahora puedo reafirmar mi ministerio aquí y eso es algo buenísimo. The election in New Jersey took place yesterday and I was not elected and I am breathing a sigh of relief. You are the people that bring me joy, and I am honored to continue in my role in this place, so I start by saying thank you. In Los Años 60, in the early 1960s, Burke Bacharach and Hal David colaboró en una canción con un mensaje de suma importancia. They collaborated on a song with a message that the world was waiting for. Conflict in the United States was everywhere. Controversies about the Vietnam War were springing up in the national dialogue, and the civil rights movement sparked bitter rivalries in certain parts of our country. Cities were experiencing riots, college campuses were tender boxes of controversy, change was terrifying and crippling the nation. En los años 60, el conflicto estaba en todas partes, en los recintos universitarios, en las calles y especialmente contra la guerra de Vietnam. Y por esas razones, and for those reasons, Burt Bacharach and Hal David escribieron esta canción. And after, after two years of working on this song, they came up with the exact right words and they ended up writing, What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love, not just for some, but for everyone. This song was an instant success. La canción fue un éxito. Y cantantes como Jackie DeShannon, Tom Clay, Dionne Warwick, Karen Carpenter, all kinds of singers lined up to record their versions of this song. The message captured the spirit of exactly what people were longing for, how they ideally wanted to deal with such abrupt and massive change, no more mountains in their way or hills to overcome or oceans to cross, but rather love, a presence of love to bring justice and peace to absolutely everything. El mensaje de la canción, lo que necesita ahora en el mundo es amor. Eso era exactamente lo que la gente quería escuchar. But as you and I know, people handle change in all sorts of ways. Pero la gente, a la gente no le gustan los cambios. El profeta Miqueas vivió en tiempos de cambios extraordinarios. The prophet Micah lived through a time of great change. In his era, he witnessed a vicious attack on Jerusalem by Assyrian invaders, and that, those invaders held the city under siege for a long time. 
La mayor, la mayor preocupación de Miqueas era que la gente se prestaba más atención a sí mismos que a Dios. Micah's biggest concern for the people of God was that they were focused on themselves and themselves alone than for their society or for their people or for God. Miqueas advirtió al pueblo que no se olvidará de Dios. As they continued to build wealth, God became distant. And the, the book tells us that the people would have rather heard Micah condemn them for drinking alcohol than to preach them about the goodness of God. Y entonces cuando exploramos el libro de Miqueas, as we explore the book of Micah, we observe, observamos que hay tres secciones distintas y todas empiezan con la palabra escucha. We see three distinct sections in the book of Micah. It's not a big book in the Bible. There's only about seven chapters and there's three different sections. In the, and all of them begin with the word hear. In the first part, in la primera parte, chapters one through two, we hear the words, hear your judgment. Escuchamos, escucha su juicio. In the second part, in la segunda parte, we hear, in chapters three to five, we hear, hear your answer. Escucha su respuesta. And in chapters six through seven, where we are today, donde nos encontramos hoy, in los capítulos seis a siete, escuchamos, we hear, hear your redemption. Escucha su redención. The redemption that Micah claims is not something that can be attained by offering thousands of rams or rivers of oil. No. Micah claims what God wants is our hearts. No podemos ganarnos a Dios haciendo cosas como hacer sacrificios a Dios, sino que estamos siendo invitados a entregar nuestros corazones, toda nuestra capacidad de amar a Dios para que Dios pueda enseñarnos a amar aún más. God wants our hearts for love for loving others, for being a loving presence in the world. That's ultimately what matters, love. And so Micah eloquently asks, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Y por eso Micah nos pregunta, ¿qué requiere el Señor si ti sino que hagas justicia, que amas la bondad y que andes humildemente con tu Dios. Y Jesús amplía estos conceptos enseñándonos las bienaventuranzas. And Jesus expands on this concept that Micah asked the people today through his teaching of the Beatitudes, a series of prayers and of hopes and of wishes for people to find blessing through the core things of life that actually matter, even when life isn't going that well. 
With every beatitude, con cualquier bienaventuranza, Jesús nos enseña que Dios estará presente y ofrecerá nuevas bendiciones que aún no han sido imaginadas. Jesus teaches us in the beatitudes that God will be present and will offer new blessings to us that we haven't yet imagined. And we hear these sayings over and over again, yet somehow we don't absorb their meanings particularly well. Rara vez prestamos atención a lo que significan las bienaventuranzas. Think about it. If we lived into the fullness of these beatitudes, we would not only fulfill the prophecy that Micah has for the people of God, but we would usher in a new way to live, a new way that would be countercultural, a new way that would break the status quo. It would be so fundamentally different than the way our culture has taught us to live that we would be ambassadors for a new era, a new age, a new dawning, a new way to see the world through the lens of the kingdom of God. Si fuéramos capaces de seguir las bienaventuranzas que enseña Jesús, seríamos capaces de cumplir la profecía de Miqueas y vivir toda, todos y cada uno de los días para convertirnos en embajadores del reino de Dios y de la abundancia del amor que Dios tiene para el mundo entero. ¿Saben ustedes algo? El mundo critica al cristianismo por ser falso, plástico, empalagoso, en lugar de ser real. Christianity often gets criticized by outsiders for being disingenuous, plastic, saccharinely sweet or judgmental instead of being real, real with one another and real with God. Jesús quiere que usemos las bienaventuranzas para cultivar una vida comunitaria que esté tan conectada que nadie puede sentirse separado del amor de Dios. Jesus wants us to use the Beatitudes to cultivate a community life that is so connected that no one can ever feel separate from the love of God. And the British author Keith Miller once observed about the Church of England, our churches are filled with people who outwardly look contented and are at peace, but inwardly are crying out, often confused, frustrated, guilty, and often unable to communicate even within their own families. Si tenemos personas en nuestra congregación que están solas, afligadas, viviendo con miedo o que siento perseguidas, entonces debemos, en respuesta a las bienaventuranzas, debemos escuchar el llamado de Dios para hacer una respuesta, para responder. He goes on to say, this author, Keith Miller, that he goes on to say that if we are seeing that even small glimpses of people among us hurting, even a small glimpse, this 
is the locus of our call into the fullness of the Beatitudes. This is where we are drawn. We are asked to go there. Our call is to grow, to be loving. Our call is to cultivate love and to create a stronger community that surrounds the people who hurt with an abundant portion of God's love. And here's where Trinity comes in. Y aquí entra la misión de nuestra congregación, extendiendo la bienvenida a todos a ser transformados en Cristo a través de la adoración, compañerismo y servicio al mundo. Our congregation takes pride in our mission statement, welcoming all to be transformed in Christ through worship, fellowship, and service, and we have made great strides to realize this mission. Hemos estado atentos a las necesidades cambiantes de nuestra comunidad local, and we have taken great strides in offering attentive pastoral care and opportunities for growth and formation, as well as ways for us to interact as a community that strengthens our spiritual ties to one another often by doing acts of service in the greater Phoenix area. These are all excellent. Todas nuestras obras son excelentes. Debemos sentir orgullosos de que lo hemos hecho. We should be proud of who we are and what we've done. We have purposely sought ways to do justice and love mercy and walk humbly with our God. But we will continue to do more. Hemos buscado deliberadamente formas de hacer justicia, amar la misericordia y caminar humildemente con Dios, pero podemos hacer mucho más. We can and we will do much more. Our congregation is still emerging from a time of COVID isolation and all of the things that came with that, and we're still facing challenges in how we relate to God and one another in a world that seems to be moving faster than we are. Después de las tramas de la pandemia de COVID, enfrentamos desafíos para enfrentar las necesidades de un mundo que sufre. We see how we've gone to great lengths to champion causes near and dear to our hearts, including advocating for indigenous peoples or the LGBTQ community or the rights of women or the plight of immigrants, while at the same time, at the same time, creating opportunities for awareness and dialogue to combat racism in our society, to combat gun violence, and to end the devastation of our environment. The news this past week is full of injustice. Las noticias esta semana mostró violencia en Memphis contra Tyre Nichols y una situación nueva violenta que está empezando en Israel en Palestina. The horrific police violence against Tyre Nichols in Memphis and the escalating violence now in Israel, Palestine, and even increased gun violence in our hometown right here in Phoenix. Cuando escuchemos, es, escuchamos estas historias, when we see these stories or hear about them, and we see how other people in society are not always working alongside of us, how sometimes they're working against us, and quite frankly, 
This sometimes hurts. It hits right at our core. It makes us lose heart. We want to give up. Habemos, a veces vemos estas historias o escuchamos estas historias y también vemos como otros en la sociedad están actuando contra nosotros y nos hace desanimar nos hace desanimarnos y querer rendirnos. Pero somos gente de Dios y buscamos primero el reino de Dios. But we are people, even in these horrible situations, we are people that seek first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness. We're the ones who Jesus tells us to rejoice and be exceedingly glad even when things in life are not going well. Jesús nos advierte que debemos regocijarnos cuando las cosas del mundo no están en nuestro favor. We are the ones who Micah calls us into our best selves to answer the call of the prophet to go and be the people of God for a world that needs us right now more than ever. Somos la gente de Dios que tenemos que dar la respuesta a un mundo que nos necesite. Entonces, tenemos una meta nueva. So my challenge to us now in my 10th year of ministry here at Trinity is for the people of Trinity to focus this year to grow in love. To grow in love for God and for ourselves and love for one another. Nuestra meta es crecer en amor. Amor por Dios Amor por nosotros mismos y amor el uno por el otro. Esto es el mandamiento más importante de Jesús. Vivir y andar en amor. This is the greatest commandment that Jesus gives us. Nothing is greater and nothing is more important than to love God with all our heart, mind, and strength and love our neighbors as ourselves. As we face these difficulties of interaction with people who challenge us, we must respond in love. Cuando enfrentamos las dificultades de la interacción con personas que nos desafían, respondemos con amor. As we are asked to speak against the injustices of our time, we're invited to speak with love. Como se nos pide que hablemos contra las injusticias de nuestro tiempo, se nos invita a hablar con amor. As we are provoked to cast judgment on those that we disagree with, we instead turn to cultivating God's mercy in us and respond in love. A medida que somos provocados a juzgar a aquellos con los que no estamos de acuerdo, en cambio, nos volvemos a cultivar la misericordia de Dios en nosotros y respondemos con amor. Encima de todo, debemos andar humildemente con el amor de Dios. In everything we do, we walk humbly with God in love. Esto es la una manera de romper las barreras de aislamiento erradicar los conflictos de la sociedad. Tenemos que cultivar el amor de Dios en nuestros corazones. This is the way that we break down the barriers of isolation, 
that we eradicate the separations of societal conflict. This is the way in which we can and absolutely will partner with Jesus in building up this place, Trinity Cathedral, this light, this sentinel, this beacon of hope that Jesus reveals to us as our portal into entering and living out the life of the kingdom of God for all the world. El amor de Cristo es el camino, la verdad y la vida real. Love is the way, and love is the truth, and love is what gives us life. Entonces, cuando despedimos de esta comunidad este día, esta comunidad tan querida, so as we leave this beloved community today, more resolved than ever to do justice and love mercy and walk humbly with God, we've heard the judgment, we've been given the answers, and now it's time to hear our redemption. Hoy mismo hemos tomado la decisión que hacemos justicia, amar la misericordia y caminar humildemente con Dios y ya hemos escuchado el juicio. Dios nos han dado las respuestas y ahora es el momento de escuchar nuestra redención. Dios está con nosotros, más cuando se encuentran las cosas en posiciones más difíciles. God is with us at all times and in all places. But what today's lessons tell us is that God is even more present with us when things are at their most difficult. Seguimos a Jesús y sus enseñanzas hoy en las bienaventuranzas, siempre en el nombre de su amor. May we follow the example Jesus sets for us in the Beatitudes and proceed gracefully and hopefully, enthusiastically with Christ into our future together, always and forever, in the name of love, sweet love. This is the age of our redemption. Es nuestra época de nuestra redención. Seguimos siempre en el nombre del amor. We are redeemed and we proceed always, always in the name of love. <laughs>